0: episode 173 of the customer support leaders podcast i'm charlotte ward today i'd like to welcome craig stoss for a fireside chat I'd like to welcome back to the podcast today, Craig Stoss. Craig, it's lovely to have you join me again, for the second time. This time for a fireside, um, we know the format. You bring the topic, and I'm I'm really curious to hear about what you want to talk about today. So, welcome back.
1: Thanks, Charlotte. Yeah, I, w- I was hoping uh, we could have a good a good chat about the social social media support within a support department. I um, th- this is a trend that I think. We all know exists. Co- companies are starting to to pile into Twitter and Facebook and and various social media platforms to to support their customers. Uh, again, you know my favorite phrase of where they are in the context the customers contact you in, and and social media support is just a great way to do that because most people have those accounts right on their phone. They there's there's something that's it's very handy. They're used to using the platforms. And so we've rightfully seen that boom in people claiming to have social media support. But um, I'm not convinced right now that it's uh, it's the best solution for the customers, at least in its current form. And I think that would be an interesting conversation.
0: So, so what concerns do you have then particularly? What's top of that list? What do you think is particularly challenging when it comes to supporting customers, I guess?
1: I think the current challenge is, Many companies have separated out social media support from your traditional support. They're potentially using different systems. I mean, social media management is done through a variety of tools, but least of which are your your main ticket management tools like your Zendesk and your Salesforce's and things like that. And so um, I think immediately we've created that disconnect between the tools that people are in. But on top of all of that, there, there's also a difference in training. Social media support in many places uh, is probably not trained to the same level as, as, a, as a support rep would be. Um, they, they are typically people who are more of a marketing background, which is not a bad thing. It's just that it creates this disconnect in the in the customer experience. And I, and I think that's the biggest uh, top of the top of the, the chart. If you're going to do social media support, you should do support on social media, right? It's it shouldn't be this opposite impact where it's we have a social media presence and we're going to use it mm. sometimes ad hoc for support. It's it's more of uh, something that we need to actually embed support in that, and that maybe doesn't mean uh, someone from support staffing that channel twenty four by seven, uh, but it might it might mean some sort of integration where marketing can flag. The, the, the appropriate tweets or, or posts to to someone in support for for more uh, uh, for more insight from the support team and a more cohesive experience
0: yeah that makes sense um I want to touch first on what you said about the different training that may be applied to the people providing social media support compared to your main channels into your support team um, and I'm thinking you know social media support is very very obviously a very frontline role do you th- do you think really and genuinely that the levels of training are so very different from your very frontline roles and and if so is that I mean you described maybe it might that the, the individuals doing that support there might come from more of a marketing background so I guess that's an entirely different business function, but for those companies that are actually um having people with the right product skills or the right service skills um man those so that social media channel. Do you think that the training is still different? And and actually I guess the extension of that question is does it need to be different anyway? Because this is a different type of support. Maybe we're maybe I we maybe we're in a little bit of denial about that.
1: I mean different uh, Different, probably almost certainly different, right? I, I think that there is a, you know, when you, every every comment you make is incredibly public-facing, um, tone be, probably becomes a, a lot more important to to monitor. Um, so, so yeah, there probably is an element that you need to, to to focus a lot more on your empathy. You need to you need to you know your your realism. I think is important. You know, I've been to social media support. For, um, Twitter pages where if you actually go to their their tweets or replies section, you see the same message like, "Oh, we feel so sorry for your uh, for, for your situation," or mm. "Oh, you know, I can really empathize with you," or and you read that about fifty times in a row, and it it loses some of the you know uh, genuine nature of of the comment you're trying to to get across, especially when that's followed up with please contact, you know, this phone number for more information, you know, something, something that's completely context switching, channel switching and and wouldn't fall into a best practices guide for customer experience. So, yeah, yeah. I'm with
0: uh, you. I'm with you. Actually. One of the first things I do, if I'm remotely thinking about contacting a, a service or product provider on Twitter is go and look at how they're talking to other customers because it's so public and the entire yep. history is there. And yep. if all I see is a row of things that says, please contact, please contact, please contact, I just don't even bother reaching out. I may as well just go and find another way to do that.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's a, a big, a big issue, right? Is the fact that you want to be able to provide support. And most of the time when you see these crisis modes, you know, um, when there's like, for example, internet outage and you see the telecoms Twitter page light up with, Hey, my internet's out, my internet's out. There probably is only so many ways to respond to that. Right. Um, but, but, asking you know for the, the the customer to go somewhere else is just not the right solution, right? you're 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 redirecting both their frustration, but you're also redirecting someone where the answer is probably known within your organization. Mm-hmm. The social media team may just not have it. Um, and that that's something that I've talked about before, I believe, with you is is this idea that especially in crisis mode, your whole company needs to have be on the same page. and and i don't necessarily mean that, you know, your 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 front desk administrator needs to be able to solve support tickets or your or your your you know your, your customer success managers or your bdrs, you know, have to be able to talk technically about your product or whatever it is, but they should at least have an idea of what's going on. you know, you know something someone calls in and and just says, "hey, you know, looking to to do something with your product, but uh, I'm having this big problem having them say, Oh, well, you know, Go call our support team; they'll help you. It's just not that great experience. So, You know, even if it's the update, is purely we are aware of it, and and uh, I will get an update after this phone call, and I'll send you an email back personally, or I'll ask support to contact you. But do it on behalf of the the, the customer. And to me, that's what social media support should be as well, right? It should be it doesn't have to be a deep technical conversation. I mean, we all know how hard it is to type that in in you know two hundred characters on Twitter, or or in again in a public forum. Where, where you probably don't want to air every debugging technique in, in such a place. Um, but at least be do advocate for the person contacting you. So as opposed to saying, please call this number, you know, maybe it's a, could you DM me your email address and I'll have support contact you, you know, with details on this issue or, or basic triage. Like if you were, if you were to send me uh, you know, private message with these five pieces of information, I will, I will get someone to do the analysis and contact you or something where you, you are taking the ownership of it as opposed to redirecting. The customer, the customer themselves to another location, and um, and yeah. I, I, so going back to the original question, I do think that requires some some extra training or some different types of training. Um, do I think that everyone that that runs a social media account for a company needs to be a full fledged frontline support rep? Probably not, but they should at least have the basic you know customer experience skills, expectation mm-hmm. sk- setting skills, empathy skills, like the same soft skills that you would expect in a in a frontline support rep and and at the very least have a consistent way of taking ownership of those 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 queries and and getting them handled without a redirect of the customer without a canned message i've had a i've had it where the canned message is something that is just totally unrelated to my query you know something where it's like oh well here's a knowledge base article and it's and my my initial career is like, hey, I don't see this on your knowledge base, for example, or something where it's like it, it's just that you can clearly see that they're they're trying, but it's not it's not really what you would expect from from a support rep, and um, and that's the fine balance. You you want the the you know the Wendy's example that that's famous in in North America for for being you know quippy and 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 you know funny and sarcastic, but combine that with Oh, your burger wasn't wasn't up to your standards. Well, here's what we're going to do about it, and here's how we're going to support you in you know in, in making sure that you we correct your customer experience at the last Wendy's you were at.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, wow, there, there's so much to unpack there. One of the things that you said really early on struck a chord with me, which is how in in redirecting a customer just to another channel, just to a, another, even if it's a document. Um, if you all you do is redirect a customer you're redirecting the customer's frustration i love that i think i'm going to take that away from this this conversation and say that elsewhere quite a lot <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and i think that that's true right i mean think about think about how that builds up in in your own life right i mean how if if you're in your office and you go to the the leader of some department and you're you know asking for for you know something and they're like oh go talk to 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 so-and-so over here and you go and talk to them and it's like, "Mm, probably not the right person. Go talk to this person. And I mean, that's something minor and it's something that you need to do probably. And so you're going to follow that breadcrumb trail, but it's, it's frustrating because you're, you're like, just, I need to find the right person who can tell me who the right person is. And Mm -hmm. and, um, inevitably you get to that right person and they're on vacation anyways. Right. We all know that story. So it's, it's one of those (laughs) things where, it's one of those things where, you, you know, at some point you have to take ownership of it. And, and, and to me in support, you know, support should be the owner when when, in any support world, you know, the company and the, and the department specifically needs to take that ownership and say, I am going to solve your problem. I might not know the answer. I might not be able to give it to you immediately, but I am going to solve your problem and, and go and find that.
0: And I, th- I think that's just all echoing something which I've been saying for years and I think just fits really nicely with this. I, um, I, and I think this ties in quite nicely with your, your the, the people who are providing social media support might not have the greatest depth of skills. They might not have the greatest depth or, or breadth of training. Um, they might not have all of the tooling and all of the customer context. But nonetheless, nothing prevents them being the owner of that, being the owner of that solution. And in fact, what I've... the, the way I used to phrase this, it's, it's, um, it's, it's typically a, a sort of nebulous concept. For, <laughs> I quite like to put things, <laughs> put too many words into things, if I can at all help it.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But,
0: but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I used to say, it's actually, it's not ownership of the solution. It's ownership of the solution path. It's It's, I will steer you to the solution. I will make sure you get there even if I'm not the person to provide the solution. I think I think that's clear. And I think that if lack of that ownership is what you're projecting to the world, it speaks a lot about the brand, doesn't it? I think.
1: Yeah. And I I actually that's a great way of saying it, right? I feel like and that to me, that to me is support across across the gambit of support. But in social media sport when it is public, I think it's even more important. Um, because it's something that you are, you are, you're projecting literally to the world. Um, your, your, the way you handle it, your, your tone, your attitude. And, and I think that that's the key. And and you're right. I, I don't think this all social media support teams need to have the full breadth of tools, you know, to, to your point, but they need to be connected. And if they are going to hand it off, you know, um, I've used this example in one of your podcasts before of, of like when I contacted a company on Twitter and they asked me to email a support team and the, the person, they, they weren't connected, right? And 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 so then I had to re-explain the issue to the person support and it, it was like, well, I, you know, just go to your Twitter account and copy and paste everything I've said and put it into Zendesk. I mean there are tools that automatically do stuff like that between between your your social media management like Hootsuite and and, and those types of products to copy into to Zendesk and and that is um so vital and then i think one thing we haven't really addressed is the timeliness of of twitter support or or facebook support or like mm-hmm. the support on social media is the timelines are also expected to be Faster, right? You know, we whereas you might be okay with a, a few hours via email um, and a few, you know, a, a few minutes on this on, on a phone call. You know, when you're talking social media, you're talking you know seconds to a very few number of minutes as a response time, and and in crisis that might be very difficult to do. You know, day to day maybe that's fine. Um, I remember being when I, when COVID hit, I was stuck in, I was in another country. I was, I was traveling and, and I was using social media support to contact the airlines that I were involved in my trip because, I mean, the phone lines were a two or three hour wait time. And it was like, I don't need anything complicated. I just need to know, you know, is this flight flying? If it's not flying, am I due a refund? Like it's, it's very simple questions that anyone with my, my booking reference probably could look up. And, to, to their credit, most of the airlines I contacted were very timely and very polite, and and I did almost all of it through social media support, and and I was very impressed by that. Um, had I been traveling in the U.S., that might have been different because I, you hmm. know, some of those airlines are known not for having that level of service. But uh, being international, it was uh, uh, it was much better experience. So, um, I, th- I think so, the timing.
0: I think the timing thing. Comes back to your point about customer context, doesn't it? It's understanding the the times at which your customer has left what they're doing, gone to their laptop three rooms away, opened up their email client, and sat and typed something out to you in a very considered way, or are they stuck in the middle of I don't know a very busy airport, or in their kitchen with a you know baby hanging off the hip and and a, and the stove boiling over and the phone in the other hand, just trying to get some help. I think I think that. That everything you've said is just like about understanding context and I think the channel does speak quite a lot to the context. For me, you know, Slack support is something that um, I talked about a couple of weeks ago on the podcast and the timings of that there are different again because the expectation is that it's a, a channel for solving the problem and talking through the problem rather than being hyper responsive in short form. So I think the context is really key in the timings. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it, it, it's the analogy of you would, you know, if your house was burning down, you wouldn't email the fire department, you know, like it's, yeah. it's that type of thing where, where, you know, context is, is a two way street, right? Is if, if, uh, if you are going to, if you're using a certain method, the, the likelihood of you choosing that method is, is probably you know, deliberate based on your current circumstances. If I if I know I don't care about the response time on something, an email is just convenient. I can fire it off from my phone and go about my day. And it doesn't really matter how long it takes. But if yeah, if I'm if I'm engaging with you, a Slack is a great example of that. If I'm engaging with you on a Slack forum where where like within an hour that message is going to you know disappear into the ether on on the on the wall of text. Um yeah, I mean, I would expect a, a fast turnaround because that is an engagement, uh, an engagement uh, uh, type of uh, interaction, and and so, yeah. I, it, and text messaging support is becoming larger in in some some areas, mm-hmm. and uh, I know in Asia, pack it's become a huge a huge trend for WeChat and and such. And same thing, I, I would I would lump this all in together that, um, you know, the, the different channel implies a different. Uh, a different context and, and the team on the other side, the, in, you know, your team needs to be conscious of what those mean and maybe have SLOs that are different based on your channels, have a, and have mm. them very clear. Um, I've seen social media support teams uh, where that's right in the banner of their, of their header. You know, we, we respond within X number of minutes or hours or whatever it is here are our opening hours um, there are companies that sign each reply because it, it, otherwise it might be just an anonymous, you don't know who you're talking to. So they sign it with a name or some initials so that people know who's been working on it. All of those techniques are fantastic at, at building that cohesive experience. Because if you, if you see a reply to someone else on your team, um, you know, you might be able to hand that off because they have more context. They've already read the the thread that that's existing and, um, So, so, and this is true in, in, in probably every channel, right? We would do this. We already do it with email, but we're so used to email as a support mechanism. I don't think we're used to social media support. And I I mean, my, my prediction would be social media support is becoming, is going to become bigger than it is today. Right. I, I, I just see that the use cases are there. The tools are starting to get better integrations into support tools. Um, I mean, There's now customer success platforms, which, which measure sentiment analysis of your, of your customers tweets. Like, like that's, that's incredibly specific, right? You know, if, if you can, you can pick out a company name, pick out your company name, pick out a sentiment and then match that tweet to some company that is one of your customers. And then, and then include that in some sort of like red, yellow, green rating system for, for how your, your customers are feeling. I mean, Mm. that's, that's fantastic. Um, Shopify, where I where I'm at right now, uh, the the uh, CTO posted a tweet just before the the Christmas break that just said, "I, I want to know what's frustrating you about our product." And and he hmm. had a huge thread replying to that of of our customers, um, the merchants that work with Shopify, talking about their biggest complaints about Shopify, and it was all all the dirty laundry out there in the air waving around for everyone to see. And we've talked about that thread internally in, in a couple of different meetings. And, and how, how exciting is that? That 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 you could get direct line of access to the CTO of, of a company the size of Shopify. And, and um, you know, would I recommend every company do that? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but but, and, and I'm sure the the social media team at Shopify probably had a field day with with that one, with with what was happening, right? Because they monitor sentiment and and, and such. But that just shows what you what the power of social media can be. Like talk about instant feedback as opposed to you know having a data team put together a twenty page questionnaire and, and seeing what comes out of it and who actually takes the time to respond to it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I that's to me that the future of, of social media is is the companies can use it to get that real time engagement and and you need to treat it as such. You, you need to you need to have the right people. Either the right people in place to do it or the right processes in place to make sure that they the the teams that can be handed off to easily and, and the and the flow is smooth and the, the customer experience is smooth because that's the biggest disjoint right now is either the wrong people are doing it, they're 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 not set up for success, or when they do get a support ticket, there's there's no consistent way of of propping that information to the to the support team or the the team that ultimately is responsible for it.
0: That's it for today. Go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 173 for the show notes and I'll see you next time.